0: Kill,
1: kill, 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 kill. Shuffle. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Kill Shuffle. Hello. Guess where we are? Not on this planet. (laughs) Well, we're we're not on planet quarantine anymore. That's for damn sure. Uh, I'm Donald. I'm Dill, and we are back together again. (sighs) After a three months, at an even more respectable distance, I yes, socially, think. yeah, yeah, socially close but physically distant. It's comfortable. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fine. Good. It's yeah. fine. Automatically, it's like yeah, <laughs> nothing changed. No, but everything has stayed the same. Uh, yeah, no, it's 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 nice to be back in the same room. Um, if for no reason, then no more digital delay. In uh, no. no, well, we'll still probably talk over each other like we always have. But yeah,
2: <laughs> I feel there's moments like on discord um for example Mm. just quickly it has it has an issue where if you speak too loudly um it it cuts you off oh wow if you're if you're yelling about or ranting about something (laughs) it'll cut you off so you'll just hear the other person like fuck (laughs) just the curse of a storm and you won't know what they're saying (laughs) um i feel that was an issue with all my cross in in my international um Right, conversations. So the
1: anti-rage measures. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm personally quite quite proud of how we we manage from a technical perspective. I kind of mm-hmm. felt like there was one episode where it, it, it slipped out of out of uh, out of sync slightly towards the end, and there was one episode where there was a, a little bit of distortion on on the voice. But but apart from that, we did a pretty good job. I think I, I've listened to other other podcasts um, mm. who didn't who didn't handle the distance quite so well so I, I want to yeah. sort of say I'll take I'll take a point on that we did pretty well but it's good to be back together and ra- crowding around the same microphone mm-hmm. uh, distant, a little bit distant but yeah this is the show where we review albums it's pretty simple yeah it is or is it uh, well that remains to be seen yeah. the albums we're talking about this week come from Lamb of God Go Go Penguin Rolling Blackout's Coastal Fever and EP well allegedly debatably from uh, yeah. Bibio. and we're Let's, also going discuss- to talk about the uh, 2014 debut and to date only album by Crosses.
2: Mm. Oh, that's mm. exciting.
1: Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> that's a spicy, a that's a spicy chicken nugget right there. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't think um, there's there's too much news beyond the fact that the world is slowly, slowly beginning to reopen. Uh, live music is. Is is on the horizon People, at this point? Uh,
2: I, I see comedians and stuff are doing driving concerts. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I saw what was it um, Reg, Reggie Watts um, or no, not Reggie Watts, uh, Reginald D. Hunter. Oh, sure. Um, you know him? He, he he's doing a um a uh a driving gig over in England. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe I think I think just as the quarantine started, I think it was March twentieth. He was going to have a gig in Docky. In queens no way, fucking Queens which is now closed which is, which is now famously
1: closed yes,
2: yeah. yes, and and now yeah. he is not going to that, so it's like right, right, the worst of the worst, but hey,
1: um, I'm glad they they a lot of people are finding yeah, iconic venue um queens, especially for comedy and uh, and a pub that's been there since uh before America was an independent nation, yeah since, uh, so yeah, since uh, we were colonized, <laughs> yes, somewhat exactly um, so, you know, kind of sad to see them go but you know that that that's not going to be a rare case uh, after all of this is finished we kind of hope that a lot of our favorite live music venues do reopen and i can say i can sort of say from a slightly of an insider perspective i i know that live music is being is being programmed in seated venues yeah um, right now for for the autumn time i don't know as far as pubs and uh sort of standing venues yeah. i don't know yet i but i sincerely hope that they will reopen with with the slightly reduced capacity.
2: Fall winter expect stuff basically. Yeah, yeah,
1: um. yep yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. But apart from that, no major news. So I am happy to kick back into what we do best, which is reviewing albums. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. And the first uh, is the long-awaited follow-up to 2015's Seven Sturm und Drang" by none other than Richard Vir- Rich Virginia's own Lamb of God.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. What a famous band in the
2: metal industry to Hell come yeah. back.
1: Yes, they are, and um, yeah, we were having a little chat about this before we turn the mic on. I, I don't, I'm not sure. Did, did they take an actual official hiatus?
2: Um, yeah, kind of a, a two-year thing off.
1: Okay, because do you know, the other albums were like two, two, three-year cycle. three cycles. Usually um, two, three-year cycles, but they had that. They had that EP, The Duke. Yeah, and then there was there was touring and, drummer, and various things. The drummer
2: left. Um, uh, yeah, the Adler brother
1: Chris Adler I th- I'm not sure they must be brothers surely surely they're brothers yes. I don't know but yeah yeah so Willie Adler is still in the band on on guitars Chris Adler the drummer left uh for Greener Pastures did he go off to join like Megadeth or something yeah uh yeah 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 cool <laughs> cool cool um yes yeah, so we were replaced by um Art Cruz uh who I think is sort of an unknown quantity he was in a band called Wings of Pestilence or something some sort of symphonic death metal band yeah well I'll tell you what he he picked up the piece. Oh yeah. Boy he did. Yeah, yeah. So on this they're 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 uh, call it what it is. Self-titled tenth album. There are there are debates flying around the internet about whether this is their eighth album or their tenth album. <laughs> they, they 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 have two albums as Burn the Priest, so yeah. it's their tenth, right? Yeah. Effectively the <laughs> same the exact same band with yeah. largely the same members yeah. recorded the same type of music. Okay, they did a they did a original album back in ninety 90- is it 97 or 98, yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that, as yeah. Burn the Priest and then they released a, a, a covers album in 2018 uh, as Burn the Priest also. So this is their 10th album. Sorry. Yeah. For fans it is, for them, maybe it has different sentiment. Yeah. yeah, I understand. And I think that's a complete a completely pedantic point anyway. Lamb of God have been around for a minute and they have quite a few albums. Mm-hmm. And Art Cruz, this being his his first record with the band, if I'm not very much mistaken, I'm not sure if he was on Legion 20. Sure. But um, this is his first like mainline album of original material at the least and he's playing like his life depends on it yeah he picks up the yeah he really does yeah <laughs> yeah 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 he he is every bit the match mm. uh, for for Chris Adler the the drums right from the sort of Wake up! That, that bursts in in Memento Mori that the opening track he you know he's he's playing at breakneck speed yeah,
2: uh, yeah. They're, they're, a fo- they're a real interesting focal piece even
1: with the songs that are um, um not conventionally Lama God sounding of far. which there are maybe f- fewer than there were on Sturm and Drang as a point of comparison. Uh
2: yeah, I think this picks up a bit from the old and makes that sound a bit more new. Mm. I would
1: say. Um What would you describe as the typical Lamb of God sound? The palace Burns. Mm-hmm. Right? Or that old album. Yeah. Yeah, as um, the Palace's Burn, yeah. Yeah. I'd to listen to that. Um That's not Devin Townsend's finest hour, production wise. Eh, if, if you if you some... A B the remap the remix and the original, but the songs stand up. Yeah, the songs are Mm, chef's yes. kiss. They're wonderful. Uh, yeah. You know. But 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 I I really mean, you know, sort of what what is typical Lamb of God? What is the Lamb of God sound for somebody who wouldn't be familiar?
2: Um I mean we'll discuss exactly what it is here because this is debatably um their uh defining and I know I say that every time, but this, oh, is, this is truly We shall uh, debate. Oh yeah. Um I think sonically it is. Um for what they do. It's just meat and potatoes them in a very, very good way. Um, it's, it's very American metal. Yep. Um, with, with a, uh, a very, um, frantic and memorable guitar, um, heaviness. Yeah. It's what right? we used to, des- I used to it's describe. It's not just metal as- riffage. It's, it's, there's a technicality while the riffing is going on. Yeah. Um, that
1: makes it pretty special. Right. Right. It's, it's, I mean, it's, 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 quite I would say accurately described as groove metal we used to we used in school we used to call it southern fried metal and i think that also applies it, it comes in the lineage of maybe like a, a band like Pan- pantera would be the main influence although i've never really gotten mm-hmm. along that well with pantera but i mean ostensibly it is close, pantera mixed with with sort of death metal and a, a kind of a real a real deep uh deep set groove and and that is like this is this is really music you can move to have you ever seen um have you ever seen lamb and god live um no i don't think so no yeah i saw them live once it was quite funny actually because randy Blythe, the the singer uh we were in we were in gothenburg for metal town back in 2012 so they were touring resolution at the time i think resolution had just come out Um, and he comes out and he's like how you doing copenhagen and then everyone's like okay and they bust into a song and somebody had obviously said a word in his ear and he's like I'm so sorry. How are you doing, Stockholm? And I was like, no, what, try one more, one more, one more song, and then he's like, "I promise, I know where I am now." Gothenburg. I think I remember that actually. <laughs> you know, it took him. It took uh-huh. him three goes, but he got there eventually. And, and, and you know, as far as I'm concerned, they're a band um, that have always been like a, a tiny little bit of a singles band. Maybe I do feel like album-wise, they often have four or five I think white hot crackers I think then, lately they're yeah. really
2: working on the, the whole it is yeah. a whole on uh, the last two albums uh, yes uh,
1: but do you think about think about the singles over the years I mean mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Redneck mm-hmm. Black and the Cursed Sun uh, Vigil high, they, King Me oh yeah they're hype machines um, yeah and then even from the last record like 512 512 um, uh, still echoes. I mean, yeah, you know, they're a band that when they go hard and when they really nail nail the particular sound that they have, uh, they can be one of the best, one of the m- most exhilarating bands. Oh, out unstoppable! There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and
2: I loved. I always loved the um the frankness of the lyrics. Yeah, of Randy's lyricism. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a lot to say in the last album, um, because he was he was um wrongfully imprisoned, I believe. Yeah, uh, for
1: a manslaughter in uh, the yeah, Czech Republic.
2: Yeah, um, yeah, uh, definitely, definitely, a whole weird situation. Um, the book's amazing. The book he wrote about it is amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I talked about it on the last review if we reviewed that. Maybe not. I don't think we did. Um, but he released a book about his imprisonment show. during. He wrote it during it. Okay, um, and that was amazing. you uh, got a real real insight in in how how he thinks socially sociopolit- politically about. Um, yeah.
1: What's the, what's She's the, infamous. uh, is, is 512 is, is the song that sort of deals with that, his emotions around that. And it's mm-hmm. a, it's a, one of my favorite Lamb and God songs. Um, yeah, I mean, so there was a lot to unpack on that record. I feel like this is more, this is just definitely more Randy taking aim at what he perceives as being injustices in the world to the, for a large part. Yeah. Like lyrically speaking, you've got, you know, Trump is, is kind of, um, in the crosshairs on, on Checkmate. And, uh, uh, routes or routes? Uh, yeah, what's what, what? What would be the? Um, I can I didn't quite pick out a theme on that one, but um, I think it, I think it's to do with the the whole
2: pipeline fuck up in the state. Oh, sure. That that huge fucked up protest that happened. Yeah, I think um, gears uh, is kind of awry.
1: rampant consumerism and yeah. uh, reality mm-hmm. bath is sort of half school shootings, half deforestation. And memento mori is a bit is
2: a bit positive. It yeah. seems there's a, there's a bit of a. a um, uh, a, a positive um, inner spirit to him during that yeah which is cool
1: absolutely um, yeah 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 <laughs> it, on a song whose name means remember that death exists yeah <laughs> yeah don't forget you'll die <laughs> so fucking live um, yeah, 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 yeah 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 yeah. all out live I slip not I've yeah. said <laughs> and then of course Architects yeah. um, had had a song called Memento Mori" as mm-hmm, well mm-hmm. Um, but yeah I suppose in, in, to dig into this album we've kind of I think made it clear that we both have a lot of love for this band. Maybe, maybe you more so than me, possibly. The only albums that I would go back to on a regular basis are Sacrament and Sturm und Drang. I think they shine a lot more than most of this ilk, right? Oh yeah. I know. I don't have a lot. They, they have a lot more class. And I think, I think there, there's quite a lot of depth, like maybe slightly hidden depth in their music Mm -hmm. that I don't Mm -hmm. hear in a lot of other Mm -hmm. metal bands, Mm -hmm. especially in your kind of meat and potatoes, stock and trade, like nuclear Blast* hyper produced like modern metal band I think Lamb of God are one of the best truly modern metal still to
2: this day and
1: this does have this does have that sound and I got to admit it it came off as a tiny bit processed and it I've gotten over it a little bit but Josh Wilber who we know can do brilliant work because he, he just did it mm. on what the dead men say but Trivium mm. and the previous well the previous record was a bit more process sounding but what the dead men say sounds great and this this album i think it's maybe the combination of josh wilber and uh ted jensen who has risen like a specter yet again yes. our friend yeah. from death magnetic and <laughs> many other albums that we actually really like and um, but he he always goes for a hyper 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 glossy polished sound and this is definitely a it's a loud album and it's a glossy album but I think once, you, once you're once you three minutes in you, you, you just sink into the groove of it. It's not as gritty and I don't think it's as gritty and as abrasive as something no, like um, Sacrament but it still sounds good. It sure feels it,
2: right? Songs are, the songs have that.
1: Yeah, certain burn. songs like Resurrection Man or Gears or... Um, New Colossal Hate. New Colossal Hate, oh. yeah, would have it for sure, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah I think I, to, to be, to be, Perfectly honest off the bat, I think this is patchy, but the patches that are good are really good. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> like um starts off very strong. It starts off super strong and it's great to hear Randy. It's great to hear Randy sort of exercising those clean vocals that he's he's shown that he can do a couple of times before. So sort of maybe most notably on it was it Overlord was the track of Sturm and Dry. Uh huh. You can ignore you. That was like where the the the, the clean was and like the chorus. Bl- was it
2: Bloodshot Eyes or yeah,
1: Bloodshot Eyes is, has some clean is, vocals too. Yeah. And Always cool to hear that. Yeah, because he he can do it. <laughs> he he can, he can do, do it. it. He can absolutely right. do it. Yeah, no, he has he has the voice, but um, he has one of the most distinctive screams in the industry, I think. And mm. certainly it, you get yeah. you could tire of it. Um, there could be an argument that most people could
2: tire of it pretty quickly, but um, I think, if, if, all, I think yeah. you're, if you're in for a penny,
1: yeah, if you, yeah, and I think I think if you if you have any kind of appreciation for metal vocals, I don't see how you could tire of Randy Blythe's voice and not somebody it's, it's else. It's the kind of um,
2: mid-range growl that can lead easily into uh, pig squealing and and, and that kind yeah. of yeah, like it's very which he does it's very very throaty, very um, well, but here. but really good. Um, yeah, because
1: because I think when he when that means when he does the it's very it's
2: healthy. That's what I mean to say. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Like when he when he does the shrieks, like on on Checkmate, and then when he when he kind of does the guttural, the deep growls on New Colossal Hate. His his kind of default position makes those sound really super interesting and like a cool amount of variety. Whereas obviously, if you were in that register the whole time, it wouldn't. Yeah. Um, I I love his scream. Actually, he, there's no yeah. yelling in this. No, that's not, what not I'm the saying. Slayer
2: brand of metal yelling.
1: Yeah, and it's <laughs> and it's not the hardcore. I mean, you can definitely hear if you compare and contrast like Jamie Jaster from uh, Hatebreed, who appears on uh, yes. Poison Dream, and versus Randy Blythe. You can you can that that's almost like a textbook example of a hardcore singer versus a metal a metal singer because yeah. they, they're so different. Their it's styles. A bit, yeah, it's a bit cuz he just kind of yells like this. Yeah, it's a bit
2: yeah. uh it's a bit jarring. Yeah, and um, then and then Randy
1: say, sounds like a demon yeah. rising from hell. I, I would say <laughs> that
2: the Chuck Chuck Billy is a bit more it works a bit more within the sound. Yeah. <laughs> as a as a as the um guest appearance than
1: J- uh Jamie. I almost feel like that song was was sort of deliberately constructed Roots, yeah. like it's it's very thrash metal uh, beyond is how god normally would be. Oh yeah, it's pedal to the metal. It has yeah a
2: really good solo. Yeah, um, the kind I of like mega it, de- yeah. the kind of mega solo that has real epic um vamp going on in the background. It's kind of braves. bordering,
1: bordering yeah, a little close to cheesy for me, but it's okay. It's good cheesy yeah. man. But then, but then the tribal drums come in at the end and kind of save it. I think those sound those mm-hmm. sound great because yeah. they've carved out like a little extra space in the studio. Feels stage. very
2: sepultura by the end. Oh, yeah, very Sepultura. New buddy. Sepultura, yeah. but the good the last Sepultura album was incredible. And this does, does, is, that is is Trip the really
1: Sepultura adjacent? Because uh, I know I've seen Sepultura subbing to Testament, but I don't know if there's any crossover I between think those think bands. So I'll have to check. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think he's probably the more successful. Uh, I don't. I don't think on the whole the guest spots are particularly successful when you think about the previous album having Chino Moreno. Yeah. and like uh the guy from help me out here greg pucciato yes you know th- those were two all-time great yeah. lamb of god Billy's a testament singer no i know he's i know he's yeah. testament yeah. sorry but i just wasn't sure if there was any if he had ever um guessed it on sepultura or something because they've because the drums are so sepultura at the end that i thought there must be a connection but maybe no, not. just exclusively them yeah yeah well they are friends because they tour together but oh, yeah. yeah um but yeah, I, I don't think the guest spots are, to be honest with you, as interesting. Like, the two songs put, okay, t- yeah. take the Chuck Billy one out for, of it. For us, it's not. Poison I'd say Dream for- is not an interesting Lama God song. It's a very, very run-of-the-mill Lama God song. Uh, yeah. With a guest on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, um yeah. But it was, oh, Chuck Billy's great for, for, um, for Die Hard, uh, um, Secondary Big Four. You sure. Know, you know the Secondary Big Four?
1: It's, yeah, it's, te- it's like Testament, Iced Earth. Uh, Testament, uh, Iced Earth. Lama God
2: is there I think. Uh,
1: they, uh, yeah cuz I they th- I don't know. Um there's a few others and Havoc maybe or like Silosis is one of those. I don't know. I don't. am oh, not good enough at Thrash An- metal.
2: Annihilator. That's that's the Annihilator. Other <laughs> sure sure sure. Um yeah. the Testaments in there uh, 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 and yeah.
1: I I always hypocrisy? Anthra- no. I always thought
2: Anthrax should have been in there. Yeah, but. they're a little, they're a little b-
1: Anthrax are a little B tier. Yeah. I, I always feel like Anthrax really lucked out by getting into the big four. Yeah, um, but you know, I remember seeing that in the cinema. Everybody was head banging up. But yeah, <laughs> besides the point. <laughs> um, oh. yeah, well, that's enough shade on Anthrax. They're they're fine. No. Um, yeah, and then I think. Um, you know, I, 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 what I... It's good for those what about, The thing about this album that maybe yeah. is slightly disappointing is that I don't feel like there are as many experiments on this as there were in the previous albums. Like, yeah. You've got, I think Resurrection Man is really cool in that it starts off with the creepy kind of Halloween-y music box shit and then it goes into like, you know, real sludgy kind of doomy Sludge death doom. sound and I they, do like that and there's the big beat down at the end and it's you really wish it had more mean. than that no of it's, that? I, I'm not saying I wish it had more of that I wish it had more experiments like that mm. the only two moments of surprise in the record really are I think that our Resurrection Man and then also I think Gears just has this brilliant chorus where he rather than his usual delivery randy does like uh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: the guitar is in my head it's already that yeah. memorable
1: you know that you know that, that course is that like, it's like empty actions to fill the time he almost like he throws it off in this really cool way that's almost kind of it's 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 a, it's a little more lackadaisical than he usually does it it's it's got this it's it's almost it's kind, kind of kill switch right yeah a little bit of kill switch a little bit of metalcore in this album Howard, good metalcore Howard jones Jason Thomas Yeah, um, I, I I really like that. I think that chorus is, is definitely really cool, and that's when mm-hmm. and God are at their best. They they just sound fucking badass. Like Redneck is just a badass song. Yeah, this
2: is just in that style, the style you expect God This is the best of that. Um, it's not the best of that. It, I think surely it's, I've
1: this whole this album is the best of Lama Um,
2: it's best good of that style. Point Memento points. Mori Gears. Yeah. Um, fuck, I mean. Yeah, I mean, New Colossal Hate, to an extent. Um, to an extent. Yeah, I mean, like, I, it's up there. It's totally up there. Just, I agree with the experimentation. I w- wish there was um mm. a few more little
1: par- parts to parse the um the traditional style. Yeah. Um, and, like, Checkmate, I think, is an example of them almost trying to recapture the magic of a song like Redneck, but, but, but kind of falling a bit flat. I I do understand. It's fun. I I understand. I understand what they're going for with it completely. I'm not. I'm not but the, the, you know the you Ameri- know, I'm, the, the I'm, American scream. I can't let that pass. I'm it's like, not great. Eh, the, eh. it doesn't even need to be there. It's there's a whole chorus which is quite cool, and then he just goes. The American Scream at the end—it's like, oh, dude, come on! You could do better yeah. than the I mean, American I mean, I Scream. I did mean, cringe. I went like, huh. I cringed a bit. You know, that's the only cringy bit on the album. But I did—I did cringe a bit when I heard the American Scream. It's definitely been done before.
2: Oh, I'm—I'm <laughs> um, sure. it brought a smile to your face. I'm sure that's no. what he was going for. Oh They have Lama God can
1: bit. can bring a smile to my face, but they—they didn't—they didn't with that one.
2: Um, it's, it's yeah, it's it's kind of like slasher horror funny yeah a little it, it, bit ty- you know as far as a title goes a movie title
1: yeah but then but then the rest <laughs> of the song is a is a fairly poe-faced sort of takedown <sighs> yeah, of Trump, trump's america it so is. you know there it's it's he is attempting to be serious um gotta get those metal lyrics in there somewhere man oh yeah i mean obviously uh yeah it's 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 cool and i think <laughs> you know i think the, the the band are doing well it, it, it doesn't it, I, I'm just not as into this as I was into the last one where I felt like the last one really was like the first full start to finish Lamb of God album mm. where I could go wow like I'm yeah. super into mm-hmm. this since since Sacrament
2: yeah I like the start of this more I like the starting song on this more
1: starting of song on this is, is great yeah. it's a really strong mm-hmm. song mm-hmm. yeah yeah
2: um because i, I beat them just to make sure yeah which one i like more and- oh no i think
1: uh- i like the other one da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da yeah. da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. is that embers no 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 what's it mm. called um that's a great song that the one that opens *Turbin and drying yeah oh man i love that song you tell us now tell tell the boys and girls at home um it still echoes yeah 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 that's a great song unique and um i think that's a different vibe
2: yeah i think this them wanted to just go a little more classic yeah That's probably the intent. Mm -hmm. Uh, Can't argue with that. (laughs) I can only, you know, we can only be wishfully hoping the next adventure could be a bit more experimental. But
1: and it's funny though, yeah, it is funny. Like the intro on this, um, it's it's very the first song on a Trivium album, and it's just funny that Josh Wilbur is the man that worked on the last two, and and what the Deadmans say very much started with a similar style track to yeah. Memento Mori yeah. It, it, yeah. you know and I, I think that's a cool way for metal albums to open is
2: ascending chorus kind yeah, of thing melodic, I, like that. I like that
1: and kind of build the atmosphere and the tension and then
2: bam yeah very vibrant guitars for something so traditionally metal yeah like I hear not going to list bands but I hear a lot of the metal riffs
1: and yeah no personality this is personality it does yeah, yeah it does but then I think I think maybe that's po- probably part of my issue is that while the stuff that is brimming with personality sounds fantastic, I do think there's a little bit of Lamb of God sounding a bit like Lamb of God. And that's totally fine. And a lot of people are going to be happy with that. But I I I need them to push themselves a bit more. That's all. At, at points in this record. I don't think it's a bad record. I, I like yeah. it a lot. But it's I'd be um, lying to you if I said I thought it was the slam dunk. Yeah, you, it's good.
2: You would you'd definitely have an argument for if they've experimented They've pushed to experiment, them- yeah. experiment themselves once. I'm pretty sure they can do it another time. Yeah. Farther. Um, but they reeled it back a little bit with this. Yeah. And um, what what
1: counts as an experiment for a band like Lama God would just be business as usual for other bands. It's not a good thing or a yeah. bad
2: thing. Experimenting in Lama God would be a piano. Well, yeah. A extra piano. Like, That's the kind of... We're
1: talking about it. Yeah. We're talking about a genre where using chords instead of like single note riffs or doing one line of melody instead of screaming for the whole song. That counts as a pretty bold experiment. Mm. So, you know, we're not asking the world of Lamagod God here, just like, that track that had Chino on it was fucking amazing because the second half of the song was like this big extended chorus, and it was it was cool. It was like washes of shoegazy chords and stuff like that. There's nothing really like that you on Chino Marino, you, you, you We'll talk you, about you this make later. the best album of yeah. all time. <laughs> well, well, yeah. I mean, well, actually, I would listen to a whole album of Lamb of God with Chino Marino. That would be fucking phenomenal. But uh, you know, it, it, again, it's it's just it's just little things. But when a song from start to finish is just like kind of Pantera style riff. With Randy screaming, and then like a screamy chorus, hmm. rinse, repeat, when it's just, that type it has to be amazing. I Like, I think there are songs in here that are amazing. I'd say
2: 60 to 70% of it. It's yeah, pretty, pretty fucking hard.
1: I go like amazing, I go like 40 to 50, and then maybe like another extra 20% of pretty good, and then a couple of clunkers. That's still good. Yeah, no, it's still good. That's still good, still good man. <laughs> yeah. And to that to that end, unless you have any more hot
2: takes on this one? Uh, no hot takes. Yeah. Oh, it's just pleasant to have Good old fashioned modern metal at a time when it's needed. You know, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, rap can really talk about heavy shit, and so can this to an yeah, extent. Right? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 um, yeah. Like I said, um, I don't think the verse about the old man walking through the oh, and they here, they are now. Like copyright. Better turn that off. Um, no, but I don't I don't think the verse about the the old man walking through the jungle. I think that's a little cheesy. But but the first verse about the what girl genre orient. Uh, mm, exactly. Hey, Randy Blythe has form, he's always had good lyrics. He does. But, but the first half with, with the girl yeah. walking through the halls and she's terrified for her life and stuff, that rings that rings super true. It must be absolutely terrifying for kids in America, and I feel sorry for them, because that's real. There is a real, real threat of somebody mm. going postal and just mm. shooting everybody. So, mm. you know, I, I, I think he, he gets that rage and kind of spite out there really well. In that. Sound. Yeah, they release albums
2: at, at, at moments when, you know, mm. there's a lot of stuff that can build up to these albums. And yep. this is the second one in a row that's been like, whoa, there's a lot of good stuff, good yeah. material. Um,
1: My favorite track is Yes? Memento Mori oh fuck you mine's you can Gears, take mine's, it no mine's Gears Gears is great too. yeah that's my number two mm-hmm. um, Lamb of God by Lamb of God gets a seven from me uh, I guess it gets an eight from me yeah okay alright yeah. that's a good start to the week god um, yeah. we can argue over like a one point difference I know beats me that's that's the show folks um, <laughs> alright next up uh, we're gonna talk about a band from Melbourne Australia Hi. Rolling Blackouts Coastal Feedback yeah no strangers to the podcast yeah um uh, frequent
2: more frequent than i would have ever expected uh, yeah yeah
1: or maybe wanted um but that's how much i like this band that uh-huh. i continue to bring them in uh we covered their 2017 uh sophomore ep the french press we also covered their debut album uh, in 2018 which was called hope downs and here are we-, we are in 2020 was there another ep we missed no there was a there was an original um there was a single that came out at some point, I think, but no, there was there was a 2016 oh, okay. EP called Talk Tight, which yes, that's what I heard about. It's not actually, it's not actually great. They, I think you remember, I remember you saying that they came into their own on French Press, but this is their second album. Um, it's called Sideways to New Italy, which already between the name and the cover art, which is this great kind of vaporwave a, rose and Greek columns, and it's blue. It and is I was like yes, and it's a reference, supposedly according to the press notes, it's a reference to. Um, the uh, you know people who settle like immigrants who settled in australia and Mm. sort of put up these weird tacky statues in their in their back gardens or in their front gardens to sort of remind them of the various countries they come from mediterranean countries um they would like you know put these weird bits of greco-roman sculpture in their gardens yeah
2: cool aesthetic i believe where do i read this was definitely evocative of their hideouts in in italy Mm. uh, as, as a collective they like to go off do this certain space in Italy and this,
1: this album is very evocative of those moments oh really mm-hmm. interesting because I, I kind of thought that they well maybe, I'm sure they've been there on tour and they are a band that like they're a hard working band you know for a band from Australia it can be super hard to break out of that scene because obviously you're sure. so isolated and and isolation is one of the themes of the record but you know to to have toured to Ireland twice in their short lifespan is really impressive I've, so, I've seen them in a packed Wheelands, brilliant well. I've seen them you know that's just for context, that's about five hundred people, mm-hmm. and I've seen them in a packed Ivy Gardens, and that's four thousand people. And um, so they're going from strength to strength as a band. And this is their I'll give you a chance to speak, but this is their first record. Um, not working with their longtime producer, whose name escapes me right now, who is a personal friend. But this is their first time working with um, Burke Reed, not a producer of like that who has worked with bands that I've necessarily heard of or know. But sure. lots of lots of clients, and I think it shows this is a glossier fuller more cinematic production than anything they their are scrappy kind of indie pre- recordings previously yeah
2: yeah um yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're, you're gonna be very surprised what i have to say about this album okay yeah because i quite enjoyed it oh great I quite enjoyed the new offerings yeah um for a moment i had a bit of a trepidatious intro Mm-hmm. Um, because I was reminded of of the um the drum beat.
1: Oh, oh, <laughs> that, that yeah, yeah, Got to yeah.
2: Me. It's it's the first song, the second of the first has that kind of workman's four four like, beat. That kind of yeah, just yeah, 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 yeah. Not much else besides just keeping the beat. Sure. Um, and I was like, oh shit, it's just gonna be. I do. I do remember you. Yeah, criticizing that. But it is good. Um, it was an odd criticism. Um, maybe.
1: I, what, but, what, what you could apply to the whole the whole sort of indie rock yeah, genre, which yeah, it pretty much fits into. But yeah, yeah, a
2: lot of busy work going around, mm. except for the drums. Mm. Uh, that just is there to keep the pace. Yeah. Um, but I think they do enough to do uh, blocks of different things in this. Yeah. Um, than just the the uh, hundred and seventy BPM kind of song. Yeah. Um, even though some of them are fucking incredible, <laughs> I'll yeah. tell you what. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They do a lot to split that up. um thematically um mood wise yes um it's it's still very sun tinged
1: it is yeah it definitely is that
2: kind of beach indie
1: yeah (laughs) right yeah but it feels like we've gone from maybe like student film to like feature film this just it feels more cohesive um and and you're right the album does it it almost it's like kind of works in blocks like it i feel like second of the first falling thunder she's there are almost like a block (laughs) beautiful then,
2: steven takes a weird turn to kind of a
1: yeah mood, a mood piece
2: it's kind of amusing and odd but fun
1: yeah no it's cool it's 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 got it's got a real kind of laid-back mac Demarco vibe mm. with these kind of ray gun delays in the that's chorus it. yeah yeah which is I yeah like where i think we're on the moments where they go more conventional at least they always seem to have something going on that's that's just a little bit in like more interesting yeah. to focus on Which it, is cool. it seems uh they've got a bit more
2: of a memorable hook. Yep. Uh, the, the hooks are more memorable this time, for me at least. I've heard people aren't feeling that. Yeah. Um, for some reason I'm like, what? Why is this the one that's more hookier for me? Right, but The right, long-time right. fans think it's less hookier. Uh, yeah. Is that just the kind of song template they, they, they're kind of adjusting to? I don't
1: necessarily know. I, th- I think it kind of depends on the song, Because be honest all you have you. to do is listen to Cars in Space. Oh, my and- God.
2: The video for that is amazing. It's filmed oh, yeah? like a '70s film, oh okay. kind of Italian '70s film, kind of yeah. grainy. Yeah, of this couple watching this um, uh, this driving or uh, at oh, this driving watching this movie. Sure, and then it cuts to them just like doing this kind of
1: oh. dance to the four four beat. Da, da, da. It's it's such a catchy riff, like that 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 lick. There, it's oh. so much fun, and yeah. it's
2: it's a long song, but mm. at the three minute part it goes to like okay here's the solo yeah the the middle eighth turns into a middle middle uh fucking 24th 24, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah or yeah. more i guess um yeah and it just like something you could solo on forever it's such a yeah great chord combination it's very constant uplifting mm. um and then it goes back into it yeah. um but it doesn't but every, it's
1: brave enough not to even though it has it a world-beating uh, moment in that kind of saxophone guitar, like. So that's a saxophone? Okay? Oh, yeah, it's a sax. Because I, I know they have three, three guitars, guitars acoustic singers. Acoustic, uh, yeah, so yeah. There's, there's three of them singing, yeah. and you can tell there's three different voices going on. So there's acoustic. Uh, and then two electrics, but I don't know. They might, they might have just got a session musician in. But the sax on two tracks here, and they really make it work mm-hmm. on Cars and Space. Um, but then, yeah. But the song, I think it's I think it's really brave actually for a band when a song is a huge chorus and a big moment that everybody can sing along with. I think it's quite cool to to kind of segue into a big build up and outro, which is what it does. It doesn't go back to that. It only goes yeah, there twice. It, it
2: kind of does, but it it it, co- it coasts into a chorus that has the same feel. Yeah, with the vocals this time. Yeah um instead of the solo um mm. i love that it's,
1: it's a cool. whole that's a 10 out of 10 song it's a great song me. but i think it goes straight from a 10 out of 10 song into a 10 out of 10 song i think cameo is absolutely amazing it's such a great and before song. the only one before is great um, the only one is, is is the only one is great. I, I think of that as the ending of a of an arc of songs. if ba, that makes sense?
2: Ba, 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 ba. Is that the
1: one? I think the proof is, is that the... the only one. There uh, is a. That... Is it anyone? That... Do, 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 do. I think that's falling only thunder, one. man. That's I think that's falling thunder. Doesn't matter. Really? Okay. They're all they're quite they're, they're they're catchy songs. But if if you can tell.
2: I can actually yeah. remember, yeah, 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 what's yeah, going yeah, yeah, on in yeah. this. Yeah, whereas last time I was like, I can't.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And she's there is the one that's stuck in my head now. But no, but cameo I think is like a song that was hewn from the great mansion of songs that we talk about sometimes. Where you sort of think, how how is that not already a song? It just sounds mm-hmm. so timeless, and yeah. f- it's such a you know, it's, it's a real classic. It's real, yeah. It's a classic song. Um, that's what it's it just sounds like an instant classic I think Cars and Space and Cameo both sound like instant classic songs and uh, that song is great because it's such it's got such interesting arrangement and interesting instrumentation and, and then there's the verse and the chorus are so distinct and both of them are brilliant Um, and it goes into even uh, Not Tonight which I think is just gorgeous as well yeah, and it has that? this Brit Rock sense of kind of Brit Rock cool to it yeah it's very
2: cool and sly and... S- Sunglasses at the Wedding follows that
1: Sunglasses so at the Wedding is piece? like it reminds you of like a, like a watching SpongeBob SquarePants hungover. Yeah, like it's got that There's, that woozy kind of. Was that the place that, you were in watching? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, but listening to this. I can't I can't but help I can't help but just go to a pineapple under the sea when I hear those kind of yeah. whew, whew, those kind of Hawaiian chords. Yeah. You know, I mean,
2: I was playing SpongeBob Battle of Bikini Bottom remastered <laughs> this week, so I, I was. I had both in my head at yeah, yeah, <laughs> different yeah. times during the day. So yeah, I can mm.
1: understand that vibe. Yeah, fair. It's it's but it's it's again, it's like a lot of fun. It's it almost it sounds like a song the Flood of the Concords would write also. You know, it kinda sounds like mm-hmm. something they would do for a song about you know, being Anything. hungover or something. Yeah, yeah. Know? It's great though, yeah. And then there's there's Beatles isms all the way through. Like there's a great harmonica squeal um on i think yeah. it's i think it's um on this uh, oh the only one and then the last track the cool change has this felt, reversed guitar effect I felt as well. something
2: between beach boys um the cast of cheers and beatles somewhere
1: yeah. in between that
2: venn diagram Some, is this band neil young is in there somewhere mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm.
1: yeah i just think it's a really it's a really timeless sound what it's it's really what it is is it's the acoustic guitar in the mix makes everything sound really organic and really kind of authentic and then having two lead guitars means that sometimes they can double up and really hammer home on a li- on a lick It could and, have easily yeah. gotten
2: confusing. Mm. Um but I can peer I can piece them out pretty easily. You can. Yeah, yeah. And can. and they're not getting in the way of each other at all even though there's a fuck ton of notes going around.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: On each other, complimenting each other. Yes. Very, very oh nice
1: yeah, thing. that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, doing they're, they're the
2: same really... style of of lead guitar mm. But not getting in the way. That's mm. usually you have to do kind of two different vibes of lead guitar together to get that mm. effect. But I think this gels really nicely.
1: Yeah, they're, they're, I think they're maybe like um, um, d- what's the word? Uh, d- it's something deceptively com- like I think they're deceptively savvy songwriters.
2: Yeah, it's something math. I know math rock guitarists can usually do flawlessly gel yeah. two kind of lead guitar uh, melodies together. Yeah, but um, this is not that. This is kind of just.
1: Yeah, it's, it's just really clean and and mm-hmm. lovely and there's just a great tone to the bass everything is just in its proper place and the songwriting yeah. is there and then you have three i think three equally talented vocalists who kind of you've got the you've you've it, it's like it's like the super australian kind of talk singing kind of guy and then there's a kind of more just straight ahead good solid singer and then someone who's halfway house has got a pretty strong accent but he's it's funny also I, singing I, I don't know i don't know if the accents
2: really shine through for me like i don't uh. I, I just detect really nice singing i don't
1: know oh, there she's there she's there yeah oh, it's very australian i mean it's it's, it's in not in way.
2: it's not like thick it's not the mammal thick australian maybe or, not. Or, no um, no wolf mother it's
1: it's, it's but i still there. i still think there's I think it depends on the song, but I think there, there are moments of Australianisms that are, you know, pretty pretty obvious. But again, it doesn't bother me at all. I think what it, what it does is, I think they've doubled down on the the sense of place that makes their music interesting to listen to. They conjure up something that feels at the same time familiar but also quite alien, and I think you get a lot of that from a culture where largely it's a Western culture we're kind of familiar with Australians. Irish people English people we grow up in a similar culture but then they also live on like the completely far flung opposite side of the world the climate is different yeah. the the geography is totally different it's winter there it's winter there right now and and, and they just they, they really do blend the, the familiar and the nostalgic with something just a little bit foreign and alien in a way that is pretty compelling to listen to and it's it's cool to hear a band evolve and change mm. uh, with time yeah. but you can you, you can understand
2: why I like this more
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I thought I, this, th- I, th- I distinct, thought you would like this one. Yeah, yeah. I did. I did. I, I'm a I was I'm a sucker for the sound. The ha- the how can anybody not like cars in space? Like <laughs> I've been showing that to everyone who will listen. Honestly, I'm like, if you don't like cars in space, what is wrong with you? It's it's such a like, great you song.
2: Don't like it. I, I-
1: yeah a part where a solo can just go on
2: forever mm. those parts are amazing mm-hmm. and when you have the kind of riff go for it
1: yeah, yeah yeah all right yeah and it's got like that kind of i'm just such a sucker for a build-up i mean we've talked we talked about it take think, the wheel drive and that, oh. yeah i think that i fun. think i think the last band we talked mm-hmm. about it with was maybe um city of souls which is just funny because it just goes to show the the broad range of genres mm-hmm. that you can sure. you can still hit me like a bullseye with it with a good four chord build-up like chords are also very adept at it, but it's like when you just drop everything out and you've got four really great chords to kind of build the momentum. I'm a real sucker for that, and Cars and Space does it great. Yeah, does it really, really well. I think
2: various moments where we've actually
1: done it, but yeah, yeah, oh yeah, no, I, I, I also, I mean, in my old band, like the Fridges, I used to do all the, like every song it would just end with like a lot of those moments. With four history. chords and you just build it back up again because it's a, it's kind of as far as I'm concerned, it's like a silver bullet for songwriting. It's just yeah. always great. Um, but yeah, I mean, not much more to say except for like I just think, I just think they've they've, you know, if it, it, I have a lot of time for the previous album, right, and the and the EPs, especially the second one, um, so I'm not sure if I'm ready to say yet that I definitively think this is better than Hope Dance because those songs, okay. like it, it's so. But may, I think, so songs like "Mainland" and "Sisters," Jeans it's got so much more to give. "Air Conditioned Man," I just I'm I have a real like long cemented relationship with those songs. Yeah. But even considering the amount of time we've had this, I can already feel myself like really looking forward to yeah. certain moments in this album, and it's, I really yeah. love listening to it's it. Not yeah. even their final form. I mean, <laughs> no, 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 yeah, no, they're they're yeah, they, they still have a lot to give. I really hope this band seem to have a grand swell of support behind them. They're, they're kind of a rare example maybe of a band where the the people and the critics and everybody is sort of in agreement that they just seem to be really cool, nice and talented lads and everybody yeah. wants them to do well. I like their look.
2: I'll show you the video later, but I, yeah. I, I love it. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I have a lot of time for indie yeah. that I can actually enjoy. Um, yeah,
1: and there's no bullshit about these guys. They just seem like... Totally genuine guys who are obsessed with the type of music they play and just want to be the very, very best at it. Yeah,
2: none of that kooks Right? No, <laughs> no, no. It
1: doesn't. That I, I don't. I think. I think particularly with this style of music, it's it's very, very easy to see through. Um, kind of crass commercial ambitions. Nothing about this album feels that way. The best moments are the moments that surprise and delight, like mm. cars in space, or like uh, sunglasses at the wedding, or she's there. You know. Th- those are not the moments that are going to necessarily sell you you know 100,000 records but they are yeah they are musically the most satisfying moments so mm-hmm. it's very cool I'm really really glad I'm glad this has happened a few times this year yeah hashtag twice. Dylan comes around yeah but you still gotta come around to, to muscle man's too <laughs> just cause I, I'm sure I, I'm like sure I have as well tri-cot. I, not yet that album one, is maybe gr- one day I went back
2: to it it's even better this maybe time.
1: one day uh maybe yeah well listen it will it will happen it will happen the other way around and i'm sure it has before too so you know but uh. but this but this this past few months definitely mm-hmm. i feel like there's been a few bands where i've been <laughs> i've been like you know you know chief uh chief wiggum and he's like you know son women are like walnuts you just gotta keep trying to crack them yeah. um
2: my nuts are busted. You got me.
1: Yeah, on this one, that's great to hear, man. That's great to hear. Um, Good time
2: for fun music as well.
1: Ryan. Yes, it's super summery. Pop it on. It's not summer in Australia, but it's sure as heck summer here, and it's a great summer record.
2: Yeah, anything to make you just feel better. Yeah,
1: yeah, it yeah. does it. And again, I'm I'm a real I'm a real um, book by the cover kind of dude. For, I can't I can't I can't um, separate an album from its cover yeah. art, and I love the cover art for this. Yes. So simple, Aesthetic, so effective. on point.
2: Um, favorite song "Current Space because I know
1: you're going to choose that that's okay I will I will very very happily take Cameo I'm giving this a 9 I'm also giving it a 9 excellent stuff that was I'm glad we knocked that one out of the park the album is called Sideways to New Italy the band is called Rolling Blackouts Coastal Fever or Rolling Blackouts CF do you remember what I gave the last album probably like a 6 yeah I'd love to go back and see yeah but it's a big turnaround um, yeah it was a 6 and a shakari style oh yeah 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 okay cool um, right well let's move on um, oh the next album is actually <laughs> I'm actually
2: thinking like do I have enough money to get the vinyl <laughs> that was a oh, thought going through my a, head
1: yeah that would be It would be <laughs> it's a, a good vinyl it would be a really crisp and clean yeah. sparkly vinyl to listen to Yeah. Um, I've actually my room where I listen to vinyl has been somewhat under construction painted clear out all sorts yeah. so I haven't actually had a chance to listen to records yeah, in the last I, couple of months I've been painting
2: stuff around here I spray painted my my counter black because it looks cool yeah it does look cool I didn't have ordinary paint so I decided to take it out back yeah man it looks um, great yeah
1: what colour was it before Big, uh, wood <laughs> oh yeah you're right I was just thinking that I was like something looks different here but I can't it uh, looks slightly more metal we're in here a, than usual a, yeah slimming studio room now well yeah I'm just gaining a bit of weight so slimming um, yes so the next album is actually an EP uh, again it is an artist that is no stranger to the podcast um, his name is Stephen James Wilkinson you may know him as Bibio um, the album is called sorry Bibio. the EP are we let's just clear this up right is this an EP or an album? He's calling it an EP. He said. He said multiple times, on all of his social media, a new
2: EP. At first, I was like, "See, I'm, 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 I have an album in the works. It's eight songs. It feels like an album to me. This is ten songs. Mm. I think this feels like an EP to me because of the yeah. type of songs and st- the. I guess it's it's a bit more." Um, not minuscule. It's it's kind of yeah. It's narrow in
1: its scope.
2: It's, it's narrow in its scope. It, yeah. It's doing little things, but very beautiful
1: little things. That's right. Right. So great. I'm like glad two, we agree. Two singing songs on it, right? Uh yes. Oakhurst yeah. and sorry Oak Moss and uh, I think the Sleep F- on the Wing, the title track. Yeah. 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 Both, yeah, yeah. both brilliant highlights. Just. just right off the bat. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Like brilliant. like
2: anything you hear from an album, which made me think initially that this would be something mm. all like
1: that. Yeah. Um, which is not but it is but it isn't yeah I think it just depends on like the artist I was having a think about this the other day because right. like you know artists who tend to release longer more ambitious sprawling works tend to call EPs that are longer EPs like yeah. like think about like Gaga and the Fame Monster the Fame Monster is like 34 or 35 minutes long by most artists' standards, it is a full-length album. It's yeah. longer than almost any Beatles record, uh, and yet it's, she called it an EP or even just a deluxe tack-on to her, her fame album. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, and like, The Enemies EP is, like, 34 minutes long. You know, that's longer than a lot of punk albums. Yeah. And this is, as you say, it's 30 minutes long. It's longer than albums. We've covered on the show, but by the same token, it's probably a little shorter than the and the, uh, then a, than a typical album, and it's definitely shorter than a typical Bibio album. Ribbons was was over fifty minutes, if I remember correctly. Yes. And um, and I agree with you. I do think that scope plays into it. And with this, I'm willing to take his word for it. I think it's an EP. Uh-huh. It, it explores. It, it, it a def- theme. Yes. But a bird. But a bird from Africa.
2: And okay. Traveling. Oh. Along its way, France, England. Oh, and- very good. Seeing the things as they go. <laughs> well, that's an interesting. I didn't right. realize there was a concept. It's, it's very
1: um, how how would I put it? Um, I'm trying to remember the word for it. But yeah, you it's can very twee. It. Like call it what it is. It is like this. This draws from you know. I think there's a song in particular. Um, it's uh all pokes or all Pucks, uh That no 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 sorry. It's light spout hollow. Light light spout hollow. And it actually sounds like it could be the literal theme song from a 1970s rural affairs TV show in England. Like yeah. like Ear to the Ground or something.
2: Or something related to One really Wagon, yeah. as I think I've
1: stated before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he here Bibio has, he's kind of chucked out really the sort of, um, the soul stuff He's kind of chucked out The kids TV Did stuff Did you listen to the album I suggested Or will we have to get I listen to a, I listened to a grab bag Of every album I listen to bits and bobs From everything um, So you know the kind of yeah. Stuff he's done before Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: right? it's, yeah. it's more broader and, and almost sounds Indian At points I, I think um, Yeah There was a song A while back In Silver Wilkinson A
1: tout à l'heure You speak French Oh sorry A tout à l'heure Means see you later
2: Yeah um, Beautiful song Very sitar based yeah. it kind of sounded like yeah. that
1: love it this is it sounded like a big band this is definitely yeah. introspective right um it's largely you know it's largely acoustic guitar you know violin um it, things like like flute and strings and it's very much focused on that kind of mid 20th century english yeah. folk music that he, he he incorporates into a lot of what he does but this yeah. is very narrowly focused yeah. on like nature film yeah uh, peace like Still, natural peace yeah,
2: stillness being yeah. being uh, being moved by, yeah. by the
1: stillness I, I saw <laughs> I saw one review I saw one reviewer quite aptly referred to it as ambient folk, ambient folk. and yeah, that's yeah. quite I think mm-hmm. that's for this album I think that's quite an accurate description yeah Um. and I will say that while I think this is really cool and I agree mm-hmm. with you I think I think Sleep on the Wing is, is absolutely gorgeous and so is Oak Moss and there are moments like Miss Blennerhasse which is that kind of very cool (laughs) that song is probably not the one there aren't as many surprises on this Um, as i was hoping for that's that's (sighs) all i will say yeah you know i mean yeah (laughs) there's the the milky way over rattling hope is really cool because it's got that it it really sounds like a sort of a trade-off between the acoustic and the violin in a in a very kind of candy rat studios type way it follows off the last album.
2: Quite yeah. nicely, yeah. Um, with, with when uh, it's very evocative of the same textures, yeah. Um, just more more of it, right?
1: Yeah. But the only th- the, the the one the one song that sounded to me like nothing Bibio has done before, nothing that I've heard from before, was that song All Pox or All Pokes.
2: Yeah, uh, because is, that, that is that, that uh, the murky sounding
1: one. Or? Uh, no, that's I think that was that, it's that Crocus, but yeah, yeah. But All Pokes is like it actually sounds like classical guitar, like like yeah. Bach mm-hmm. or Beethoven or something he, he like that is
2: yeah technically proficient yeah like nothing el- the genre has really seen I guess maybe yeah. has but this oh yeah. this is it's like a workman's kind of
1: but it's actually you know for all you know for all the music that we review we very rarely dip our toe into classical music so it was funny to hear something that really does sound like it it, it could be one of like have written been written in the mm. 17th or 16th century mm. um on an album in, in 2020 and i i really enjoy that track his, his kind of music does feel oddly timeless mm. I,
2: I, it's just it's at nature's whim it's not a yeah. time's whim
1: <laughs> yeah for sure for All sure right. well what are your highlights uh some the, the singles of course
2: yeah um the oak moss to sleep on the wing mm. um everything except
1: miss splenner <laughs> you didn't like miss splenner <laughs> I think it was Ooh, you know. boo, boo, doo, doo, doo. It sounds like a dance from like a Jane Austen times. What is it? A reel, I think. I think or it's a jig. No. Uh, I think it? it's a jig. Yeah. A jig, yeah. Well six eight, so I think it's mm-hmm. I think think jigs are six eight i I've it. had my fair share of jig education. I've grown sort of sick of it. But it's not an Irish jig, it's very much an English jig. it's very much it's very much sort of petticoats and like top hats kind of
2: jig. Um I'm alright.
1: <laughs> I'm alright. Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I like. I like. I don't think that's what you sign up for, though. I like everything else. Yeah. he does. Except yeah, that, but I get it, that. Still got nice bits. Still very nice guitar play. And
1: yeah,
2: it does exactly what it does very authentically.
1: Yeah, no, no, no it does. Right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And yeah, and then and, and, and it's not totally without like the electronic influences of, of an album like Ribbons. Like Crocus does have that kind of. Aphex twin there's a weird distortion thing at the end right dark kind of a yeah
2: something that builds near the end it's quite weird i think it's quite
1: strange (laughs) yeah
2: yeah um i i i do love the recording techniques i really want to just be in a studio and watch what he does yeah when it comes to like how is he doing this on a tape and sending it off somewhere then bringing it back to pro tools right (laughs) right I remember yeah, sounds, somewhere yeah. he's doing something exactly like that, and it's it's pretty spectacular.
1: Sounds like he's 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 strapping a, a tape recorder to a pigeon and then sending it out <laughs> yeah. to record or something. It's, it, it's I would very, not be surprised. Yes. I would not be surprised. No. The, the, the one song, I do, I do think that Lightspeed Hollow um, has it has too much manipulation there's yeah. it, it, it that that song is too grunged up to the point where it, it's it's actively swinging so far in and out of tune at any given moment that it's hard to listen I li- to i do like that it sounds kind of oddly eerie oh it sounds eerie and you it's know cool as I, a would love,
2: I would love to hear bibio do a horror something turning,
1: something turning into a horror
2: movie <laughs> yeah yeah with this though
1: yeah no 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 it's 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 fine um, i guess i guess it's just I a case of why. like there's there's quite a lot there's quite a lot i, th- I think maybe the sad that the, the harsh truth about this while i really like it is there's very little on this that bibio hasn't done better in the past mm. like he, he he's it's, treading it's, along similar themes
2: yeah i i, I guess you know you just want to do more
1: sometimes yeah no, I then get move that.
2: on to the next album with with the next vibe of sound uh, yeah uh was it was was the album before the last release? Content Brickworks. No, that was that was more kind of just, um, uh, what's the word?
1: Like a combination?
2: No, uh, no, that just felt like um, a soundtrack piece. Was oh, and kind it of just very um, what's where devon Devins don't pedals was, or something was it? Uh,
1: pedals. Pedals
2: something. Pe- pedals was the one that that one um had more of a kind of a funk edge oh, to it. Oh,
1: sure. I enjoy. I really enjoyed that um, that aspect on or mineral love. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, a pedals was a song on mineral love. Pardon me. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, it's listen. Anyway, he's he's a, he's a cool artist, and he's done a lot in his time. Yeah, yeah. This is not going to be remembered as his finest hour. But then again, it's probably just a stopgap EP. I do think this is. I remember seeing him some, saying something about like kind of field recordings, and this feels like very much a sort of. A diary of the of a naturalist yeah. type. Yeah, Fra-
2: phantom work. Sorry, it sounded very much like kind of drone. Yeah, environmental music.
1: The crocus thing. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure, yeah. for sure. And yeah, it's cool. It's not. It's not as good as ribbons, but that's
2: okay. No. Um, I'd love to see him someday. Go back to something like Silver Wilkinson.
1: Um, yeah. that album is incredible for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, anything that I've heard of it, I've liked for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think it's too much more to say. Really, it's um, it's peaceful. Ambient, yeah, instrumental folk music. Um, that's got a natural theme to it.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I think I think. Um, next step, mm-hmm. combine maybe just
1: explore something new. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you know, I would hope
2: so. An EP plus the last album plus-
1: and sing more because he's got a gorgeous voice and he's very he's well able to structure yeah. those songs with singing.
2: Oh, he has before.
1: Like there are moments, there are before. songs here where I just feel like they almost they almost have a feeling of um of an idea. Like maybe a sort of yeah. a 40 second idea mm-hmm. that's played like three times and then just faded out. Yeah. Which is fine. Again, yeah. for this for this mm-hmm. type of project but I, I want a bit yeah. more from an album. It's
2: the Mike Shinoda technique. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Have you seen what he's been doing?
1: Uh, uh, I've, I did watch one of them, yeah.
2: Yeah, he's great. He's just been kind of experimenting with themes yeah. that people give him and just recording and I feel this is kind of like that. Yeah.
1: Uh, favorite track? Uh, the first one I'll take what the last am- one <laughs> yeah um, when he sings it's great and yeah, the it, last one has it, a bit of organ uh, on it which I'm always S- I'm here Sleep for Sleep on
2: the Wing is one of the Sleep most incredible songs I've ever heard on the wing
1: of just kind of a meditative nice vibe it's lovely it's very beautiful yeah um, I'm gonna give this one a 7 yeah yep. 7 alright cool that's Sleep on the Wing the new EP from Bibio mm. um, alright last new release of the week yeah um, totally kind of moving into a different musical space now. Mm. Um, Go Go Penguin from Manchester. Yeah. Another another self-titled release, actually. Um, yeah. like, like Lamb of God, this always, is a self-titled o- album. Always known bits of their music. Never dove in, in fully to albums. Yeah.
2: I've always kind of pieced out songs and kind of just...
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, actually, I didn't really know them at all. No, I knew of them because... Here's the funny thing, right? I work at a venue and... Um, a very, a very, very great organization called Music Network that fund uh, tours for lesser known artists in the sort of jazz, traditional, and folk worlds, mm-hmm. um, and classical. So I should say, mm. uh, they 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 funded a, a, a tour of ireland uh, of uh, gogo penguin sure in 2015 i believe and so the beauty of these tours is that you don't play the usual venues you generally play smaller art centers uh, in, in in different pockets of the country yeah. um, and so as part of that they played my venue and um and since then we've had a couple of people that have always asked you know when are you getting gogo penguin back they were so good they were great <laughs> it's one of the best gigs i've ever been to when are you getting them back and you know we've seen dinosaur at my venue i've saw, saw the michael Wolney trio there as well and they were amazing and uh i suppose i just never i never quite got around to to looking up gogo penguin i don't know if that was because maybe i thought the name was a little bit dumb or it was just never the right time or i like I, the name or i forgot oh, you like the name that's yeah. totally fine and, and it fits in with apparently there's a an animal theme to these uh these sort of more commercially minded jazz groups, like you think of Mouse on the Keys, Fox Capture Plan, Mammal Hands—they always seem to have an animal somewhere in the name. Yeah. Um. But but yeah. So this very much fits into that that vein of like uh, jazz musicians, but raised on a diet of kind of pop and electronic music. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, na- something nineties. Yep. Centric <laughs> and, and and film soundtracks and definitely could could sort of segue easily enough into that space of you know Niels Fram, Oliver Arnolds, Federico Albanese, particularly the more mm-hmm. piano based ones, Hani Arani. Um it's it's just it's it's all atmosphere, right? Yeah. It's it's not quite the Fox capture plans. You it's know? not quite it's not quite that sugary sweet, no. No. Um but I would say Mammal Hands is a good is a good touch point yeah. here. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 Fox Capture Planet is distinctly Asian at points, right? It's it's, it's certainly got
1: yeah a, a
2: home vibe that that some other bands of the Silk may not have. Yeah, maybe um, maybe a slightly
1: different pool of. Influences. As I've always said,
2: Fox Capture kind of sound like the um <laughs> the Dynasty Warriors soundtrack at points. I don't have or, yeah or some yeah. kind of JRPG backing track. This is more so kind
1: of
2: know, more more. Uh,
1: this is more Portico Quartet, Portico but like, Quartet
2: mixed with the yeah. v- speed of a, of of something drum and bass yeah. related in the 90s. I well,
1: guess. remember remember that album we covered right. at our catch-up show at the very, very start of the year, The Comet Is Coming? Yeah, And yeah. this isn't quite as like brash and brassy and almost like cheeky as that album sure, was. Like sure. that album was so in your face. But in terms of, of sort of subverting the, the jazz genre and almost sort of thumbing their nose at jazz purists, mm-hmm. um, looking at you, Dinosaur, and your latest album, yeah, um, yeah. this album is very much all all comers welcome i don't think there's a anyone that could put this album on and not immediately click with the vibe they're going for oh yeah it's, it's not it's all three, about three yeah. people
2: yeah was it uh is it Double bass? Yep. Double bass, Double bass. drums and yep. piano.
1: Yep. Chris, mm. uh, Chris Illingworth on the piano, Nick Blacka on the bass and Rob Turner on the drums. Yeah. And that's pretty much the setup for the whole thing. Yeah, right? it's not quite the um, the reach Portico Quartet can get to with their extra little tr- trumpets. Oh and yeah, and the and everything. No, so yeah, these
2: yeah. guys have to really, um, really uh, uh,
1: pull out everything the instru- each instrument can give. Mm. Right. Oh yeah. Um, and yeah, there are moments, there's little moments of digital manipulation there's one song I think yeah, it's yeah, Ko- Koba or Cora that has just that has actually Chora, has a synthesizer yeah. in it but yeah. but apart from that it's like it's music that could be performed by these people live and I think the real magic of this album is that I, I think of it even now after having listened to it a ton of times and I know exactly how it was recorded and who these musicians are yeah. I still think of it as an awesome electronic album and that's that's something that is very yeah. cool to be able to that's, say about a jazz that's, record
2: that's that's, that's it, you're, you're right
1: on it yeah um it's written with a it's written with that that frame of mind. And it's 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 got this really cool swirling atmosphere. It always feels very um I don't know what the word is. It's 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 very warm, but it's also quite like chrome brushed or something. There's something Yeah um like artificial intelligence yeah. about it, which is And cool. they they do
2: have they do have a, a bit of a repetitive template yep. to doing stuff. Yep. Kind of a frantic piano play mm. uh well like well um well well um pieced out piano mm. um it's, it's it's um it's not just confusing fast piano it's it's very well intended
1: again reminds me of like
2: uh, an arpeggiator yeah and then kind of slows down then gets faster yeah comes, yeah. comes back for an even faster bit yeah um, that's kind of how a lot of these songs go um but with
1: but with the cool like the breakbeats and almost the hip-hop it's still, drums it's still so cool yeah um
2: and, do, and it does a lot of weird stuff as well and, and i um i do like that a lot mm. um but now that i've gone through their back catalog i like that they've done with this a lot mm. um more um is is kind of slow down a bit yeah um to really express them express themselves a bit more sure. um you see that in f major pixie oh um, what a song which right off the bat sounds like the intro to Final Fantasy 7 ah! the scale it's
1: that you say that you know the scale I'm talking about yeah I know the scale you're talking about you're talking about Final Fantasy 7 I think it sounds like John Williams from another dimension like John Williams in a dream it's great yeah yeah the song totally is that whimsy yeah, I, I call uh, I, I call it Windows Wave. Yeah, that song. It's, it's, it sounds like some sort of like if you if you took all of the, the startup and shutdown themes mm-hmm. from from Windows ninety eight or something and turned them into a jazz song. Yeah, it's it's uh, that's that's right at the bat. F major Pixie's probably my favorite song. I think it's absolutely yeah, brilliant. Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, they they just it's just quite magical it's album yeah. all the way through
1: yeah it is it is maybe i mean i would tend to agree with you i think there's this there's, there's stuff all the way through to keep keep your interest and um, the two slow songs embers and don't go arrive don't go. quite quite near the end don't go is a nice kind of piano
2: like don't go oh. don't go it sounds like it sounds like the
1: piano saying don't go. oh yeah. i didn't know that, didn't pick up on that what i picked up on was that it sounded a little bit like elder scrolls <laughs> which is no bad thing go.
2: Yeah, I liked it. I liked yeah, yeah,
1: it. it's yeah. cool. I don't think Embers is quite so successful. It sort of sounds a bit like uh, a music at a hotel spa, mm. which is, you know, which is fine. I don't mind the music in those spas, but it's it's it just a bit... It goes by. It goes by. Um, but because you've Totem's got... Totem's nice. Though. Totem, I was going to say. Mm. Totem almost has like a little bit of... A little bit of Biffy or Matt Rock or something. There's like a real cool riff, like guitar riff sensibility to the the bass <laughs> and was, the. I was yeah. picking
2: up on some riffage in There's this. There's riffage. <laughs> that song has riffage. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um. You know. Yeah. I, you can you can get that effect when you've got a heavy compressor on the double bass yeah. and the piano is hitting those lower notes really hard. It starts to it starts to feel like a big, you know, big guitar riff, yeah. and it does on that track. It's cool. Mm. It's really cool. Um. Yeah. It's like i can't decide i'm in two minds about this because on the one hand when i'm listening to it i'm sort of like what what is there not to love about this it's absolutely brilliant but then by the end i almost feel like maybe i've had slightly too much of a good thing <laughs>
2: yeah it's just that's what they do <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? yeah yeah yeah. Right? i can kind of get a bit more if there's an extra instrument in, instrument but you know
1: <laughs> yeah but then it's so good and, and i think you know, it's funny though that's that's on cora did that remind you of anything that we maybe covered uh, last year? A certain Fox capture plan song Yeah, ish. Called Mad Sympathy. Yeah, it's close. That like the Oh, it's close it's to it. It. It's the exact same chord progression and because the instrumentation is the same, it's piano, uh, double bass and drums. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, like, two, uh, two, so it's two songs by two bands that have a very similar musical approach. You can see how the connection will be drawn. Mm. Um, now, they both spin off in their own directions eventually, but you know, if you AB AB them, you'll, you'll find sort of troubling similarities. (laughs) I don't know if Coco Penguin, sometimes it was funny. Like we, I was working with a producer during the weekend, like from a, from a, from a band that play a very particular type of music. And he made it abundantly clear that at a certain point, he just got. He just couldn't listen to that genre of music anymore. He just, you know, when when something is too similar to the music you make, it, it can often turn you off. And I wonder, do I wonder, do bands like this actually listen to much jazz? Yeah. Sorry, I would say, yes. Do i like, I wonder, do are they familiar with their contemporaries' music Maybe. to the point where they could consciously? Yeah, I, I'd yeah. say
2: you know you're just a, it's in your blood to love that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Or on the other hand. It, could, it just, could just be their, their holiday music. Could be. Yeah, it could, could, could be. It could be Mad 90 Ravers.
1: But then I love... Who go, I, go yeah. to this, straight to this, you know? I do love... That's the thing. I mean, I, I think that's... I mean, if anything if anything proves the benefit of having a wide listening uh, diet, it's, it's an album like this where you can hear... You can hear sort of influences from such a huge range of different non-jazz artists on a jazz record. And that's what makes this in my opinion again not to shit on them because like they've done work that i really enjoy but that's what makes this so much more interesting than the dinosaur record because yeah. that's that that album's influences was were pretty much all exclusively within jazz and this album it kind of pulls from rock and it pulls from electronic and it kind of it, it pulls from you know sort of soundtrack and classical music yeah. and there's there's so much going on and hip-hop as well and the drumming and the piano great. the
2: piano is just excellent like yeah you y- you're you're, you're you're well off with piano. You 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 play piano yourself, so what? No, what, I wouldn't. I I, I, mean, I can. You can detect a little bit of the
1: fanciness more than I can.
2: Maybe, like, yeah. Like, like a certain techniques and stuff that are evocative of actual rock. there yeah. it's there. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I yeah, I, I would know enough to, to kind of have a vague idea in my head of what this human being is is playing. Like. He's I can. playing some
2: excellent shit, basically.
1: Yeah, he is. Some real he is. Shit. It's it's really it's just it's strong. You know, this is a he can surf the surf the the light the fretboard is what what the word (laughs) in my head but yeah yeah he can surf the keyboard (laughs) um he's an 88 key genius he is he is for sure it's 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 great yeah really really good stuff um i it a lot
2: Mm. yeah
1: favorite song fuck i don't know uh yeah f major pixie dude yeah me too it's that's that's the one if you if you if you aren't sure about this one check out f it looks like f maj pixie um, there,
2: there's so much else to just kind of
1: yeah establishes itself and the yeah. moods quite well. Um, I'm gonna take and maybe take my lead from you. What, what are you giving me this? I mean, there's
2: so little faults. There really are so little faults. There's no faults. In fact. <laughs> it's it's totally uh, yeah for debate. <laughs> yeah, and what you want from this kind of music? Yeah. Um, I wish I I wish there was a little more of an extra instrument in there yeah. but i guess they're just doing the three piece yeah um and it's perfect for that yeah um and there's only so much you can do with it but out they, with it
1: man out with it.
2: oh it's an eight it's an eight All right, for me cool. yeah. yeah yeah i think As i think I yeah it. i
1: think i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna agree with you there i think it's an eight yeah uh yeah it's an eight but it's a strong eight it's a very very strong eight yeah
2: i mean a lot of this is kind of a 10 for you know yeah
1: yeah, yeah okay mm-hmm. no it's that's a great score and it's a really good album and I, we would encourage you to check it out uh, it's the self-titled record from go go penguin yeah uh, yeah really really well worth your time really good album totally. so that's yeah that's it for new new releases this week Um yeah. in the continuing uh, return of mm-hmm. our time capsule segment yes we are traveling back a mere six years to 2014 and the release of the again debut self-titled record from crosses, who you may know better as three cross symbols in a row. <laughs> I uh,
2: thought you was like three lads and Chino. The <laughs> artist
1: is artists formerly known as Chino Moreno from Deftones, Sean Lopez from Far, and Chuck Doom, yeah, well, who I believe is a session bassist who just sort of follows Chino around. That's awesome. And that's cool. He's yeah. good at what he does. Um, yeah, so this is a Chino Moreno side project that I, that project that I was hadn't with checked from out. From the start. Yeah? From
2: the very start. <laughs> it sounds a so little hipster to say, but yeah. Um, it okay. built up as two EPs it did um, and then did the whole Haley Williams thing of get the other five songs oh. when it releases <sighs> yeah um, so at the start that kind of spoiled it for me mm. but now looking at it five years off, six years on mm. seven years on from mm. when the EP started yeah <laughs> Jesus um, yeah. and this was before oh, we're coming Before on... and be- yeah. after the previous after
1: Koino Yokan yeah yeah so it was in the middle of all that. Sure.
2: I was like, whoa, what the fuck is this? And yeah. then Palms came along just after coming. Palms Guy. I like.
1: I've listened to Palms a good <laughs> few times and I really like Palms. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, so Gino was doing all this stuff. Yeah. Um, And, and yeah, this kind of came out of nowhere. This
1: was billed as 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 their witch house project, which I think yeah. it doesn't, you know, if you look at the, the symbolism and the artwork and stuff like that, it, um, it definitely falls but, into that very cheesy micro genre from that time, which was almost kind of dated at that well, point. Uh, I, but I the music about, isn't it the music is not I think of it as these special
2: projects that you know Trent did yeah. How to Destroy Angels was a single album. I think it was two yeah. albums. Actually it became two albums. Um, but it was
1: almost like it was almost like following a trend that it didn't even really fit into. I didn't think there was any you know genre sure boundless. Was any...
2: Yeah, I, it was I liked I liked it. Um yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Highlight of the Two thousand tens was 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 something not
1: EDM related? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but so yeah. Adjacent. So before I before I maybe give my thoughts on this because you definitely brought this in and it was new to me. Yeah, yeah. Um. And you were with it from the start. So this is 15 tracks. It's it's just shy of an hour. How do you feel about crosses? Is this an album that you have a ton of love and fondness for? Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. I think yeah? a lot a lot of sentiment has attached itself. Yeah. Because this was. If you can piece together when I started college, yeah, two thousand thirteen, to sure now makes sense. Those formative years. This was the thing I was playing when I was building all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's the thing I had it was the, the new Chino shit. Yeah. So it was pretty emotionally attached. Yeah, and this rightfully so. The songs can get high in the high in emotion mm-hmm. um, oh, and yeah. sentiment. I think There's anything
1: these, Chino's involved with ultimately does end. It. Yeah, his lyrics fuck a lot of that yeah yeah, yeah, right. yeah for sure always um and like musically speaking um it's a, not
2: a newish thing kind of <laughs> kind of yes and you know there are flashes of genres he's scraped before
1: yeah so that's the thing about it too like i i kind of went into this it's a different because palms I, I always felt palms was so similar to deftones that i I sort of went into this thinking, okay, cool, this is probably going to be yeah. like a very—it's sort of a, a Deftones mm-hmm. light—and I was no, perfectly no. prepared for that. And then I went in, and it starts off with, "This is a trick," and I think this is a trick is a, is a, is a good analogy for the album because it kicks off with the. It gets on. It just goes. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it has, it's it has a the synth- It has the synthesizer, and you're going, "Oh, cool! Is this going to be like a sultry electronic record?" And the hip hop drums come in, and you're like, "I can get down with this." And then, and then the chorus kicks in, and there's, and there's big guitar, and he's like, "Let's." track and you're like oh okay now we're kind of back to deftones but then it kind of swerves mm, out mm, and that 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 theme is revisited through the record where a lot of it is is kind well. of pop electronic pop yeah, yeah some of it is more sort of trip hop inspired like you kind of massive attack, yeah beats and stuff and then and then some of it is it kind of could be like gore era deftones so there's this mix yeah something on
2: the way but very clearly different musicians than deftones
1: yeah right one one thing I will say is that while I do think there's just quite a lot of Chino on this album I don't hear very much far on this album like the band behind Water and Solutions which what a fucking record we need to do that some week
2: it's him just doing something different yeah it's what musicians can do and it's really cool to see that something so polar opposite from
1: the usual is, is is here yeah super absolutely i love that Um, um well also it's super positive right i think the the pop bangers on this record truly are great like think sort of black queen level good like songs like telepathy bitches brew bitches
2: brew is cool it's got a real kind of it's not even bass guitar it's synth bass mm. made to sound like a very chuggy driven spooky fucking yeah. riff yeah in the chorus yeah yeah really fucking eerie I this just, album has a lot of eerie it's eerie right? and like, it's um, brooding and it's you, you see it with uh, um, is it Bitches Brew? or well, is bitches it brood. Theologist has the kind of um, is it Theologist? you mean the Holy Spirit? Uh, I think Theologist has uh, um, has the um Portishead kind of vibe oh, right? oh sorry there yes. is a theremin in, yeah. in yeah, yeah, that yeah. song or am I thinking of
1: another song not sure um, he talks about throwing shapes in Bitches Brew which I find hysterical that's a very Irish saying for like sort of performatively squaring up to somebody oh I love uh, it and it's like that definitely that definitely doesn't mean what he thinks it means I mean I, I'm, I'm of both minds I, I know shapes and I, so I was thinking of someone doing karate chops I'm
2: of both vernacular <laughs> so I understand what he's
1: saying yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah I mean you know and then you've got like just to go in there's this amazing uh, hang on a second I think, I think the epilogue has such a great chorus and just mm. that's the moment where I feel like Chino mm. really steps out of his comfort zone. Like mm. The delivery on that song mm. is not his usual slow, languid, stretched out delivery. It's, it's quite a staccato delivery and it's cool to hear something new from him. Yeah, it's very cool to hear something like that from him. Could be Robbie Williams. I hmm. I'm not saying that in a bad way. I actually like a lot of his I like a lot of his songs and like that song the it's epilogue got the real nineties kind of yeah what? it's got Rise, a, riser to it mm-hmm. during the chorus yeah modulation to the, it modulates mm, to a chord you don't expect in the mm, chorus yeah it's it's a really cool song and again if the, if this was a whole album of of the epilogues and and telepathies kind of is like, at points at points sure yeah, yeah yeah absolutely um I mean, it does it's doing a lot of things a lot of things it's yeah. very very long winded
2: at points. Um you know,
1: I think it does a lot of I mean there's a lot of depeche mode in this record. There's a lot of nine inch nails.
2: 1987's kinda of depeche mode ish
1: yeah. No yeah. So I mean and option. then I, I'm giving it I'm giving them their dues. Like I think you know it sounds like option, really cool as well. Um and I'm prurient good as Book well. station what what's there? Uh,
2: a BLK station. Or Big sta- Station Oh black
1: stallion. Or black stallion, sorry. Which My I bad. think people refer to as the flip side to White Pony. Um, I yeah. I love that. It's a really fun chorus. Verse chorus, first chorus song. Yeah. Huge pumping,
2: positive kind of, Yeah, positive edge to to Chino, which mm-hmm. we don't see. We always see kind of a melancholic.
1: Yeah. I think that, this one seems a bit more kind of in the city pumping. Yeah. That, um, oh yeah, for sure. And when he does that, it's really cool. And that's genuinely something that we haven't heard from him before because like Deftones, even when Deftones get kind of up-tempo and, and kind of dancey, yeah. it's, it's always in a very aggressive and kind of, broody way and i think maybe uh, i get uh, by the end of this record a it's way too long because because the inclusion for two eps plus another five extra songs but a, there's too much on this album for me there mm-hmm. is too much downbeat chino on autopilot just yeah was trophy where you got that yeah i mean i got it on i think trophies 1987 1994 trophy
2: trophies trophies cross trophies starts to sound like a really sweet sweet lullaby sound i like i actually i've grown to like but when i started out i was of your opinion bermuda locket yeah Um, i just six six seven years on going back to this
1: yeah i'm
2: like wow i i really really do like those songs i felt lukewarm about Mm, yeah i just yeah they're very good they're just I think a lot kind of slow it pace.
1: sounds a bit like Phil Collins on Ketamine or something. Musically, it's cool, right? The half that I love, I think, is fucking half, great. I'd say,
2: I'd say, three quarters. I love.
1: I think, um, yeah, maybe three quarters. Yeah, and that's not to diminish that they are really cool, and it's co- really cool to hear Chino do something different. But I do think that, like, the other half, it, 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 I just don't. Think there's enough. There's enough There's not enough variety in Chino's delivery. It very much feels like what he does. In mm. the verses of Deftone songs, but maybe. stretch out over an entire song, and maybe, maybe the the production on the beats and everything like that isn't um, isn't interesting enough for me to keep to keep my attention for a whole hour. But that being said, I think there's probably like mm. thirty five minutes of like, wow, this is awesome. This actually is Chino doing an electronic sort of pop inspired, often kind of buzzsaw industrial mm. metal. Record, and some of the, some of the yeah. real
2: metal parts do work. Like, yeah, like when yeah. you hear the chorus of theologists yep. come in yep. that sounds the most deftones Yeah, like anthemic bum 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 it's kind of a constant beat yeah. chorus and then it goes into a then it goes into a a, a, a ramp a, you know, the vamp of that yep. same same chorus mm-hmm. Um, I love that I fucking love it yeah then it lowers cool. into the theremin oh it's like Portishead Head mixed with Deftones and that's, <laughs> that's a, a dream combo
1: yeah auction is another one that's yeah, kind of yeah, a yeah. metally type song and kind of uh, and it works yeah yeah it's cool um yeah i mean probably the best one of the record for me is the is the daft punk bass line telepathy i just think that chorus is Be-de-do-do. Be-de-do-do. is that it or is... yeah i think yeah. it is yeah <laughs> and that, but then it goes full like almost like Dua Lipa like daft punk type like that yeah. amazing bass line the is plays his bass pretty high yeah, I can, like, I, can, I can see that for sure. Yeah. It's yeah, like that like I say, I mean, it's I I I didn't know what to expect and I kind of almost say feel like I got I, half what I, I expected I'd and t- half I, a real
2: pleasant surprise. I you grow to it a lot more.
1: I don't as, I can, as, I don't think so. To. No, not to that stuff because I I'm very sensitive to albums that I feel like create a quite oppressive, dark, somber and <laughs> quite dragged out mood. I'm not trying to be harsh whatever, but but I do think the slow yeah, stuff in this album to fair. me it just it almost kind of gets me down. It's just it's just too languid. I think it's just kind of
2: hypnotic. And it's funny it, it, it's not it's, not it's not it's not bummer hypnotic. It's just kind of yeah Whoa.
1: I, and i find i find i do find it bummer hypnotic but you know I, I think you've had that you've had that problem with certain records too that we've had over the years um oh, that's where, you, they are. Where you, well yeah well I, i'm saying <laughs> I, I think this one is it, it but only in parts but i'm saying you know you might have two tracks like that and I, i'd sort of go oh my goodness i can never but feel then, bummed
2: out with chino i can just feel blissed out
1: that's that's funny because that's the reason that i listen to deftones i i pick and choose my moments i do find deftones a very oppressive quite um I don't know. I don't have the word like quite a somber listen. Maybe gore is a bit of that. Yeah,
2: that I'm of, less frantic on. But
1: oh, wow, with the exception of maybe around the fur, I do find that applies to a lot of their music. And I love Deftones, but they're not the kind of band that I would listen to any time. I kind mm. of need to be in the right mood for mm. it, and this would sure. be a similar thing. Um, oh. but but the sugary pop moments and the cool electronic moments and even the hybrid metal moments I think are great. Mm. Um, but yeah, I I I've kind of realized that I I don't think that Chino Moreno, more or less on his own, is is enough for me. Like I think he kind of when when everybody's firing on all cylinders in Deftones, or when the songwriting is absolutely incredible on this mm. record, and 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 everything is kind of going at once, he's such an amazing frontman. But when he's paired with a very very sparse backdrop, and you're really just focusing on purely his melodies mm. and his singing style mm. it's not necessarily this, what no, I, I don't gravitate towards i don't think this
2: is that i think i think this is a lot of experimentation going on in the background that
1: it, times, kind of distracts
2: yeah. me from gina at points
1: yeah at times it does a lot of
2: weird like I'm, I'm all for the things that don't sound like deftones in this and there's yeah. plenty
1: yeah yeah um, yeah and i would love i mean what i will say is that i would love to hear another crosses record because yeah you and i have everybody you and everybody else. i know you and i have complained sometimes about albums where same with him same with them in team sleep as well and all that. which are that's another one i need yeah. to check okay. out. um and what's what type of stuff is team sleep is that more sort of deftones light or uh, yeah, i don't know yeah, so similar, I mean, it's, to, it's, similar to palms ish kind of no thing, so. it's it's i don't know it's just kind of nice kinda, i don't know it's weird is it metal no okay. ish his, his, his bits <laughs> i got yeah i kind of like i really want him to push way outside his comfort zone even on the even on the lamb of god song when he came in he brought that song into deftones land rather than De- lamb of god bringing chino into lamb of god land and that's cool um but i really would love to hear chino moreno genuinely step out of his comfort zone and he does it a couple of times here but for a whole whole record um and you and i have complained in the past about eps that Oh, sorry. That al- albums that are yeah, just like yeah. Frankenstein's monsters of like EPs and bonus tracks and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, to hear a start to finish forty minute Crosses album that was it made as a unit would yeah. be amazing, and I would love to hear that because I think this is like, this is a really really promising debut with probably like seven or eight really really great songs, 15, and another two of, album songs. I that probably really that's like. all right. That's all right. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think I think bands that, that release 15-track albums are kind of putting themselves in for a fall because it's like, mm. you know, even the best bands in the world would struggle to fill 15 songs and an hour with all killer no filler. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like, yes, make maybe. life easy for yourself and put out, you know, 10 songs across 40 minutes or 10 songs across 35 minutes. You're way more likely to yeah. to hit a home run. and there is a home run record in here for sure there is definitely yeah
2: yeah as i as i say it's grown on me a whole lot more as the years have gone it's great (laughs) um you know i realize it yeah it's that's how it works
1: (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. no it happens it happens um it's just a bit monochrome for me at times i just find it it just it pulls my mood down a bit too much but then it can bring it right back up again
2: ish i mean like i i can i can listen to once again a band like Portishead. and yeah. on a day like this and feel content yeah, yeah maybe yeah, not yeah. totally bummed out
1: i i, I know where, i know where to pull that switch <laughs> yeah um and there's a difference between like aggr- I mean, aggression and then like sort of comp- s- sadness too <laughs> yeah, yeah
2: i mean like car bomb oh I yeah the switch is too overbearing at points when whereas i, I would feel that, that
1: overbearing comfortable listening to car bomb almost any time because i just think that's like that's a different kind of technical satisfaction to that music whereas this H. definitely feels more like atmospheric and it, it's like a it's like a fog and it's like a gas that you have yeah. to feel comfortable walking the way you said
2: there's some seriously good production chops to this
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah 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 it sounds cool yeah definitely sounds good
2: theologist being that example <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah Yeah. but yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm a fan yeah and I'm glad you. I'm, like I said I, it's an album I've been meaning to check out for years it's one mm-hmm. that comes up in conversation yeah, well. quite often Um, anytime that Chino is, is mentioned and I know Pitchfork described this as an embarrassment, which I don't think it is at all. I saw that actually yeah. a while back. What did they rate? They rated it something five. They give it a five. And, Fuck and them. What? Well, well, the, uh, well, the the review. <laughs> the review had some interesting context about stuff that that has been involved with in the past, and it also it also did give did give kudos to like to a lot of the great songs in yeah. the record. But it
2: feels a lot more than a
1: yeah I would say that I would yeah I would say I'd say the score is is over is definitely overly harsh I, I agreed with certain points but then certain points I totally disagreed with
2: would you give this a
1: seven eight ish I, I in its current form in theory in its current form I would give it a seven but I would be I you know probably mm. I would give a director's cut version like my personal sort of chop and change version probably like an eight yeah, yeah. I think yeah I, I I am gonna probably first thing when I get home I'm probably gonna put my my top ten Tracks in this record into a playlist, and you know that's what I've been doing lately. I know, and I, I'm not sure where to be where to be offended or, or just. I think I think be happy to, that you you brought some you know, some great tracks into my life. You know, sometimes you have to just make that call. Um, yeah, I would you, never cut albums. I could never cut albums. I know, I know, I man. Sometimes, run. sometimes it's um, you'd be surprised. You know, it's sometimes it really, well, could, it really I? Helps. <laughs> could Yeah, I? you'd be surprised, no. man. Unless can, the unless the bands are asking for it, I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's that or not listen to it, and I would rather listen to the the the, the, the good stuff.
2: Have um, there ever been bands so that have done that,
1: like that have re released like scra-
2: yeah, scratched down their albums Gosh. a bit more?
1: Not outside of songs Retrimmed. like being cancelled. Like really? I know, I know, do it, do what you want by yeah, yeah. You know, by Lady Gaga, nor Kelly was cancelled, or, yeah.
2: or some remake song albums.
1: Yeah, that happens too, but no, I can't think of a, I can't think of an example where a band just went, yeah, we put our hands up that album was too long there was like three filler tracks here's a re-release where we've taken those tracks out no I, I, am I think we it's, the onus is on us as fans to do that and I sort am of very
2: it. curious yeah. to see what bands have ever done that because I'm sure
1: put say. it this way right I mean I would take it as a compliment if somebody cared about my music enough <laughs> no i'm serious i would rather that somebody cared about my music enough to evaluate it on its merits and Ooh. then pick their favorite selection of songs and listen to those than oh. for somebody to listen to it once and go i don't give a shit i mean fuck it it's 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 the people's
2: stuff to listen to now that's the kind of mentality that i like with music is yeah. i'll enjoy it
1: now fuck it it's yours <laughs> like this is this is a gift to you you do whatever we want with it yeah absolutely um, but no but I mean just to finish off on crosses yes you know I think it's I think there's there's tons of cool ideas and you know it's a it's a it's a rock solid creative team I don't think no. every experiment pays off maybe but a lot of it does and my favorite track is The Epilogue
2: nice nice um yeah I've egged on about it uh, I think um
1: Theology the Theology yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Good but a lot, a lot of them, like, so many of these songs hit on for me nowadays. Yeah. Bitches Brew. It's just great. <laughs>
1: it's just there fucking... Is, I, uh, just, what, what song are you talking... Because you keep saying, you keep mentioning it, and... What song are you talking about uh, when you say Theology? Because there isn't a song called Theology on the record. Oh, Theologist, I mean. It's, no, The Holy Ghost. I say sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, as yeah. it is on on the Spotify. I know, but I sorry. I I'm sure that's supposed to be said. The Holy Ghost. I know the track you're talking about now. Interesting. Because <laughs> uh, I, I was like, I was like, okay. Did you perchance get a torrented version, or am no, I? No, just... dude. Read it. Look, read it. It's 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 the the word the Holy Ghost with the E's taken out and the O. The Holy Ghost. Oh yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, I mean no 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 That's okay I just, to make, words, I just wanted to right? make sure
1: we were both talking about the same song we are I know that song it's very cool good oh. stuff um, yes it's it's just got a couple of vowels missing yeah, uh, yeah so that's yeah, de- yeah definitely like mm. check this out it's it's a cool record it's an interesting sound and yeah. um, it's definitely worth your time do it thank you for bringing it in yeah uh, right uh, that was our first episode of Kill Shuffle back in the same room I enjoyed it i did too good glad yeah. to hear it and um, we will be doing this again very very soon with a whole new crop of releases and um, there's still plenty coming out which is nice and we're you know very excited to be bringing you all these good reviews and keeping you on top of what's releasing and um, if you do want to follow us and stay in touch mm. you can follow the show on spotify that's probably the easiest way and yeah. um, we're also on all the streaming platforms you can uh follow us on facebook twitter you can also check out um this year's playlist which is just called kill shuffle the playlist or if you just uh, search kill shuffle under playlists you'll find um our album of the year lists you'll find all the albums that we've reviewed in previous years and uh, you can kind of dig through them if there's any uh, music that you're interested in discovering or looking up and in the meantime all i can say is that um you know wear your masks where you can um be careful be good to each other and uh, we'll all get through the the sort of tail end of this pandemic in one piece yeah i mean (laughs) i mean just as
2: i say with the masks can't can't state it as 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 somebody working in retail yeah seeing like two old people come in with masks and then a group of young kids come in not wearing masks Mm -hmm. multiple occasions i'm like on, on a hairpin of get the fuck out, yeah, kids, yeah.
1: It's a courtesy. It's a courtesy yeah. to, you know, the retail workers who are you know gracious enough to provide you with uh, goods and services. Yeah. yeah, wear a mask if you can in, in in shops and stuff. All right, that's been our show for this week. Um, it was lovely seeing you again, Don. Yes. And uh, we like will see me too. Yes, <laughs> and we will we will see all of you yeah. very soon. Take care. Bye.